WTTM 136. This episode of Paul Berry's A Window to the Magic is brought to you by Orlando Attractions Magazine at attractionsmagazine.com. Stay tuned to the end of the show for more information about this new magazine featuring all your favorite Orlando attractions. You're listening to the Window to the Magic. Dot com podcast brought to you by window to the magic.com surround yourself with the magic hello and welcome to a window to the magic my name is Paul, and as always, I will be your guide through the wonderful world of Disney sound experiences. This show is a weekly trip into the world of the Disney theme parks and resorts, and this is the place where you get to use your ears to surround yourself with the magic. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to episode number 136 of A Window to the Magic. As we begin, I would like to thank Jenna from the Main Street Travel Company for continuing to sponsor our show. The next time you plan a vacation, call Jenna at 1-800-593-1262 and let her save you time and money, and be sure to tell her that Window to the Magic sent you. This week, a meetup before the movies sitting and falling in the dark, and stick around till the end. You know, it's kind of cool being me. Sounds rather egotistical, doesn't it? Well, I mean it in all honesty. You see, Terry and I were at the Disney MGM Studios on the Monday before Mouse Fest, and as we were walking up to the Sorcerer's Hat, this happened. Hey! How are you? I am here very early. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm listening to you on the way here, so. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> what, what show were you listening to? Okay. Uh, we were listening Hi. to the. Um, we were listening to the um, uh, the one you did of uh, America. Uh, America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful. Oh, all right. So you're back back a few. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We're back a few. We're trying to catch up. If yeah. if you had been just a few forward, you would have heard my girlfriend Terry and I. Hi Terry. Uh, talking about what we're going to be doing out here. Oh yeah. And, and you would have yeah. said, hey, they're going to be there on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I haven't noticed anybody else. Uh, yeah, yet. we're here pretty early. My guess is everybody's going to probably show up toward the end of the week. Yeah. Saturday is the big day, I guess. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Patrick is showing up tomorrow. Um, like Tony from Above the Firehouse, Gary Chambers from the Mouse Lounge and stuff are showing up on Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, and then pretty much everybody will be here by Thursday for the uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, we went to that last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we were at the Magic Kingdom yesterday, but we left early and uh, went over and had dinner on top of the Contemporary. Yeah. So yeah. it was real nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm on the DPN. So, oh, very good, very yeah. good. Again, nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, nice so we're, to meet you too. We're going to go in and see the great movie ride. She has no idea what all it right. is. So. Good luck. <laughs> I've never been here at all. Oh, so oh, I have really? only podcasts to go by and, and Jabber Jaws. Oh, yeah. my God. That's right. <laughs> all right, well, enjoy, and we'll see it's you around. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, Say hi if you see us again. Yes, we will. All righty. Bye-bye. My favorite was watching the cast member look up at you go, who's he? Oh, no problem. Well, it certainly is nice to have met you, and I hope that anyone else who sees us in the park will not hesitate to stop us and to say hi. And since we're here, 
Why not follow us inside and join us for a ride? One of the horses from Mary Poppins. Imagine being able to fit into a dress like that. I mean, look at the the waist on that. What is that? Twelve inches around. Size zero. Yeah. Click, please. I have a photo of this horse from when I brought my mom here, and I have a photo of her shortly thereafter, and she's got that same exact smile on her face. Like. <laughs> throughout the show and please keep your hands and arms in the vehicle at all times and for the safety of our cast we ask that you please refrain from use of flash photography and external video lighting well now that we've taken care of business let's talk about me my name is Lily and I'll be your guide for this magical journey into the movies this is the perfect job for me because I just love the movies so is everybody ready yes that's great because it's showtime. Ready when you are, CB. And we are rolling. Hello everyone and welcome to the Great Movie Ride. Once again, my name is Lily and I'll be taking you from this Hollywood soundstage into some of the greatest movies of all time. All on just one tour. And just between you and me, this is no ordinary tour. Because a great movie ride brings these movies to life and puts you all right in the middle of that action. Well, I don't know about you folks, but I just love those great Hollywood musicals of the 1930s. This scene here is from one of my favourites, the Busby Berkeley classic, Footlight Parade, starring James Cagney, Ruby Keeler and Dick Powell. In 1952, Gene Kelly was singing in the rain with Debbie Reynolds and Donald O'Connor. Did you know he also co-directed this movie? Now, can anybody tell me what movie this is? 
That's right, it's Walt Disney's Academy Award-winning movie from 1964, Mary Poppins, starring Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. Just a reminder folks, please no flash photography for the safety of our cast members. Thank you. Hold on to those wallets and purses, folks. This doesn't look like a very good neighbourhood. In fact, it looks a lot like the underworld. Scenes from such classic gangster films as The Public Enemy, starring my favourite top guy, James Cagney. Even though Cagney is best known as one of the movie's greatest gangsters, he won his only Oscar as the summer dance man George M. Cohen in Yankee Doodle Dandy. Some of my favorite movies. Oh, sorry, he has a point. I hate it when people talk during the movie. The two world's most famous movie cowboys never made a movie together. Until now, of course. Let people do what they want. <laughs> the Duke and Clint have made some of the world's greatest Western movies of all time. Someone's robbing the bank? Not on my watch, Pilgrim. Sit tight, folks. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain seated. Your guide will return momentarily. <laughs> remain seated, please. One, the crew has vanished, and somewhere in the ship, a 
terrifying creature waits to claim its next victim. Victim? I don't like the sound of that. Remain in your vehicle. The area you are entering is extremely dangerous. Proceed with caution. Jane. 
and the wonderful and talented Cheetah as herself. Although Johnny Weissmuller is the best known Tarzan, he almost lost the role to a young unknown actor by the name of Clark Gable in 1932 when being casted in the lead role of Tarzan the Ape Man, the original Tarzan movie. However, at the very last moment, casting directors decided that the future Red Butler was not muscular enough to, to portray the lead role of Tarzan, thereby restoring the role to Johnny Weissmuller. And here's one of Disney's biggest movie stars, Mickey Mouse, in one of his greatest roles as the Sorcerer's Apprentice in Fantasia. Did you know that the Sorcerer in this sequence is named Yensid, which is the word Disney spelled backwards? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Now, how often do you get to say something like that? I'd definitely say we're somewhere over the rainbow in one of the most beloved movies of all time. The Wizard of Oz. Was it you? Yeah. 
we get out of here? What do you folks think? Which way do we go? Follow the yellow brick road? No, why didn't I think of that? Sing along, folks. You know the words. enjoyed our tour through these great moments at the movies but we've only just scratched the surface of what Hollywood has to offer there are still thousands of great movies out there just waiting for you to discover and here will be just a few of my favorites
On behalf of the Disney MGM Studios, I'd like to thank you all for joining us on the great movie ride. But before we wrap up this production, there's one more scene left to do. It's called The Exit. The action begins with you remaining seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Then when these doors open, gather your belongings, take small children by the hand, rise dramatically to your feet and make a grand exit towards the rear of our vehicle. Oh, and there's one more thing. When I yell action, don't forget to give a thunderous round of applause to yours truly. So places, everyone, and action. Thank you, thank you. Have a wonderful day at the Disney MGM Studios. I hope to see you at the movies, the stuff that dreams are made of. Goodbye, everyone. Next up, we have a ride on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Now, we almost got to ride this one alone, but as fate would have it, a few teenagers joined us before our trip. They were, as you will hear, screamers. But it could have been worse. I won't say why, but trust me on this one.
That that would be good. Thank you. It would be alright. Really. Do you want to say it again? If you don't say it, it would be no problem. Do you want to say it again? Do you want to see the show again? Because we saw it before. Just tell me so. Thank you. Let me just pause the show. Thank you. Please go up. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. No problem. Mesdames et messieurs, welcome to the Holiday of the Two Towns. Je m'appelle Camille. Hello. Thank you, Paolo. I've never had trouble with this before. Oh, from left, left to right? Oh. That's why. That's better. <laughs> you were trying to steal my cigar. I take it. You put on the yellow strap. Make sure it's closed. Yeah. They take a picture when it goes up all the way to the top. They open the door and you see the sign. That's what it is. Okay, so I think what we should do right now is we should just go. <laughs> 
You are the passengers in a most uncommon elevator about to ascend into your very own episode of The Twilight Zone. final segment this week, we have an attraction that is one of my favorites at the studios. I'm going to bring on my good friend Greg from Imagineering My Way and play a little segment that I borrowed from his show, and I'm going to let him introduce this attraction. Segment number three, 
Imaginarian My Way Bulldozer. Sounds Dangerous, starring Drew Carey. This is another one of those attractions that seems to be hated or liked. The way I look at it, I get 12 minutes inside an air-conditioned, pitch-black room in the middle of the day, which translates to a 12-minute power nap. No offense to Drew Carey, but the downtime this attraction offers is priceless. Even if you don't doze off, you still get the calming, recharging effect. From what I'm told by those who stay awake, that this is an attraction about how sound effects augment the sensations you experience when watching TVs and movies. Tip. I said pitch black, and I mean pitch black. If anybody in your party are afraid of the dark, consider bypassing this attraction. If the tip didn't give it away yet, though it does sound like something I would say, those are the words of my friend Brian McDaniel. The book I won't mention again at this point because I think you know it by now. Me speaking my own words now, it's an okay show and it's worth seeing at least once. I've seen it more than that and for many of the same reasons Brian gives. You can take a break in an air-conditioned environment and nap if you want. The problem I have with this show is partly due to being spoiled. I admit it. I am. I'm spoiled. I grew up in an area where I had Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, Tragic, I mean Magic Mountain, and Universal Studios. Universal knows how to do these kind of shows, and it involves getting the audience involved and not relying entirely on film. From an operations point of view, it works. One employee can say a few words, turn off the lights, push a button to start the film. Boring. It also relies on gags used and reused at nauseum in many Disney park attractions. Sprays of water, sound tricks, etc. Tired, old, boring. Hey, I like Drew Carey. He's a funny guy and he does well in the film. But I was disappointed the first time I saw this because of the stage setup and then they didn't use anything and relied strictly on the film. It isn't, or maybe I should say it wasn't, what I thought the Disney MGM studio was supposed to be, which is a studio. I never saw the shows or shows that preceded this one, so I don't know if this was an improvement, but I believe it still needs to go. I rate this attraction an Imaginary My Way B ticket, and only because I like Drew Carey. Bring on a more interactive audience participation show. Check left. One, two. Check right. One, two. Okay, listen up, everybody. If you're not hearing left and right, you should switch your headphones around now. This is going to be a whole new television experience. We're going to put you in the middle of the action, live. You're going to see and hear everything the talent sees and hears as though you were right there with him when it happens. You'll even hear the director talking to him from our control room. Sounds dangerous? Well, it could be. We're not sure how it's all going to work out. After all, this is a pilot, which means it's kind of a test show. Anything can happen, and with live television, it usually does. Okay, the director's ready. Talent's ready. Cue the opening. Hello, I'm Sharon Brooks, director of Undercover Live. Today we'll be following police detective Charlie Foster. 
He'll be wearing the latest in state-of-the-art technology, a miniature high-res spy cam and super-sensitive microphones that will put us right in the middle of the action. Nothing is rehearsed. There is no script. We don't know what will happen, but we do know one thing. You'll be there. Undercover Live. What's wrong with the picture? It's all snowy. Oh, this could be the problem right here. Oh, good. I've ingeniously infiltrated the United Snow Globe Company disguised as a security guard. Very clever. Pretty cool, huh? Yes, Foster. The camera's right here in the tie tack. We know that. <laughs> Don't hit it! It's sensitive! Quit yelling at me. You're going to blow my cover. Just get going. Now, I believe that the Snow Globe Company is a front for a big smuggling operation. You're welcome, how are you doing? Although, what they're smuggling, I'm not quite sure. Sorry, lady. Oh, sorry, pardon me. Foster, wasn't that... Okay, here's our man, Lefty Moreno, noted smuggler. I'm going to take my camera off for a second. Show you how us official undercover guys pick a lock. Uh-oh. Sounds like someone's coming. Quick, hide the camera. Not in your mouth! Hey, see anything suspicious? Well, no. Nothing going on here. Keep your eyes open, okay? Okay. No problem. Foster, the camera's not supposed to get wet. Picture's shorting out. Do something! Is that better? Not really. Now we've lost the picture completely. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We're still getting audio. All right, Foster. We can hear everything you hear. Keep going. I'm silently entering Moreno's office now. Boy, it's dark in here. Hey, looks different with the light on. What do you see? Hmm, that's the usual office stuff. Stapler, gyro killer bees. Put it down. Right. Settling torch. Yeah. Foster. Aha! What? What did you find? A date book. Looks like Lefty's got an appointment at Johnny Marsconi's. Oh, that name rings a bell. Hey, hello? Moreno, the code word for the next shipment is elephant. And watch your back. Some idiot detective is snooping around. I'm no idiot. Oops. What was that? That would be the killer bees. Foster, get out of there! Oh. Ah. Hey, now I remember Johnny Marsconi. He spent some time at the state pen. He was known as the Slasher. What does he do now? He owns a barbershop. Oh, but it's clear across town, though. Oh, well. Give me a minute. Great, our video feed is back. Oh, almost past him. We've lost picture. Here we are, Johnny Marsconi's. Johnny, a long time no see. Charlie, come, have a seat. Okay, sure. You look like you could use a shave. Yeah, guess it couldn't hurt. What's up? 
Oh, I want some information. Thought maybe you could help me. You want your hair to look better? Try moose. Really? Wow, that's one of those big old straight razors, isn't it? Nothing cuts closer. Uh, say, uh, what do you know about Lefty Moreno? Foster, you're not leaving here. Wait! Until those sideburns are trimmed. I'll clean them up. Oh, thanks. Now, all right, Johnny. This is your last chance to tell me what you know. Don't blow it. That's it. Now you tell me what I need to know, or you're headed back to the big house. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. All right, all right. The circus might be a good way to spend the afternoon. You really ought to catch the great Renault. The circus. The great Renault. Well, you're not much of an informant, Johnny, but man, you're one heck of a stylist. I don't think I ever looked better. Yeah, thanks, huh? See you around. Hey, what do you know? There's a circus right across the street. Whoa! Wow, people sure drive fast around here. Whoa! Same to you! Uh, Foster, what about that circus? Yeah, but what would a circus have to do with smuggling? Just get in there and check it out. Get in there and check it out. Get in there and check it out. What? Nothing. Ronaldo? That's the name Johnny mentioned. Thank you. And now, my beautiful assistant, Rubella, will choose a volunteer from the audience. How about you, sir? What? Huh? Me? Yes, you. And now, Rubella will strap our volunteer to the spinning wheel of death. Death? Uh... I don't think I like the sound of that. How's that? Huh. Huh. Too tight. Yeah. Now, before I throw these razor-sharp knives around the body of the volunteer, my assistant will place a bag over his head. Paper or plastic? Uh, paper, please. Uh, Rubella, this is all fake, right? Oh, no. The knives are very real and very sharp. Don't move an inch. Alright, that's it. Get this bag off right now. <gasps> How brave! He wants to see the knives coming! No, 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 no. That's not, that's not what I meant. I am spinning the wheel! Whoa! Round and round and round he goes! Will he live? Nobody knows. Huh! <laughs> so. Ah! Foster, are you alright? Get me off of this thing! Oh. Nice work, Rinaldi. Or should I say, Lefty Moreno. 
You found out I was smuggling diamonds in my snow globes, huh? You were? Oh, I mean, yeah. You were. I've saved my sharpest knife for your big finale. Stop! And this time, I won't miss. Rinaldi! Elephant! What? You've discovered our code word? No, behind you. It's a big elephant. <laughs> Well, Rinaldi, you have the right to remain silent. Although, the way you look, you might want to go ahead and scream. <laughs> you, hold him down and I'll cut him. Ah, oh, you hate elephants. Foster, our video feed is back. Really? Oh, that's great. You, hold on to this. And don't put it in your mouth. Foster, you did it. Wow, I can't believe you caught Lefty Moreno. We really thought you were a goner. Oh, uh, oh yes, I uh, can't tell you how many times I faced death. Uh, Foster. I never turned my back on danger. Foster. There's nothing that can rattle old Charlie. Oh! Foster, Foster! And we're out. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Another case solved. Join us again next week when once again we go undercover live with somebody, anybody else. That's a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your participation. I hope you enjoyed the undercover live. Yes, it is <laughs> hey, Lefty, he lives on the other side of town. Okay, <laughs>now, Greg mentioned that he was not aware if this was a step up from anything previous, which, frankly, it isn't. But for those of you who don't know, the previous attraction in this area was called the Monster Sound Show, and it starred Chevy Chase and Martin Short. The previous attraction did have guests coming up to provide sound effects for a sci-fi, horror-style film. It was very funny. And if you happen to have the audio from this previous attraction, please email and let me know. I would love to put it on the show. Finally, before I end this week's show, I would like to remind everyone that Window to the Magic 24 premieres this Friday, February 29th, on this feed. If you're hearing this show, chances are you won't need to do anything except download the show. So please join us for Window to the Magic 24 coming this Friday, February 29th, 2008 from the Ultimate Disney Audio Adventure Podcasters, Window to the Magic. Thank you for listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast as we enjoy our third year of bringing you the best audio experiences from throughout the wonderful world of Disney. We appreciate your feedback. So be sure to email or call us soon. Email us at podcast at windowtothemagic.com. 
Call us at 206-984-9886. Join our discussion forums at WTTMforums.com. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash WTTM. Look for us on MySpace, Facebook, and on DizFriends at www.dizfriends.com. Be sure to tune in next week as we will once again explore the wonderful world of the Disney sound experience. But for now, this has been a Window to the Magic show number 136. And I'll see you next time. Are you a fan of Orlando attractions and theme parks? Do you miss the old Disney magazine? Hi, I'm Ricky Briganti, host of the Inside the Magic podcast, and I'd like to tell you about Orlando Attractions Magazine. It's a new magazine that covers all of the theme parks and attractions in Orlando, including all of the Walt Disney World theme parks, Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, and SeaWorld. Each issue of the magazine will give you restaurant and resort reports, in-depth features on your favorite rides, photo spreads including what's new and what you may have missed, and much more. If you love Disney theme parks and all the attractions that Orlando has to offer, subscribe today at attractionsmagazine.com. Every other month, a new issue will arrive in your mailbox, and I'm sure you'll spend hours looking at it page after page of exciting news, interesting articles, original cartoons, puzzles, and spectacular color photos. So to subscribe today, just fill out the order form over at attractionsmagazine.com. Welcome to Sound Stations. Please pick up a pair of headphones and be seated. Put the headphones on with a yellow pad over your right ear. Now sit back and relax. Close your eyes and come with me on an adventure in three-dimensional sound. Your name is R.J. McBean, and you've been hired as an executive at a major motion picture studio. It's your first day on the job. Sitting behind your desk in your big new office, all you can hear is the tick-tock of a grandfather clock as you await the arrival of your assistant, Hampton. He should be coming in through the door on your right any second now. My name is Hampton, and I'll be helping you through your day here at the studio. Well, well, they certainly gave you a spacious office, R.J. Look at this. A refrigerator filled with cold drinks. Here. Why don't you have one? And look what we have over here. A window with a view of... something I know you're really going to enjoy, your own personal secretary. Shirley, say hello to R.J. Hi, R.J. Why, I heard that even the big cheese himself is coming over here just to see you. That's why I took the liberty of setting up an appointment for you to get your hair done. Shirley? Yes, Mr. Hampton? Would you please send in Ken? Right away, Mr. Hampton. Uh, 
This guy's great, RJ. He's a little clumsy, but he knows how to do a good job. Good morning, all. <laughs> good morning, Ken. Just a trim for RJ today, a little off the sides, and shape out the back, okay? Well, whatever you say. Oh, that's all right, that's Sorry. all right, Ken. I'll pick them up. All right, thank you. RJ McBean's office, Hampton speaking. Yes? Uh-huh. Okay. I'll let R.J. know about him. Thanks for calling. That was the agency. Apparently that new director is a bit of a flake, but I think he's got some good ideas, R.J. Shirley, send in. No, I won't wait. I am the director. Flavio. Greetings, everyone. Flavio is here. Here, Hambone. Hold that. I think I'll sit this one out. So you're R.J. McBean. <laughs> Listen, RJ, you're going to love my new script. Why, it's absolutely the most wonderful story you've ever heard. It's bound to be a box office biggie. <laughs> Mind if I smoke? Yes, we do. Now just pitch your story, Flavio. <sighs> Very well. <sighs> Imagine that you are in the desert. The hot wind is blowing across your beaded brow. Excuse me, uh, may I? That would be my guest. Suddenly, a nomad's arrow flies through the air and whizzes by your turban. Oh, wait a minute. You don't have a turban. Uh, here. This will have to do. A newspaper. Imagine that. A turban made out of newspaper. Yes, it's the latest in sheet headwear. Flavia, what are you doing with that bow and all those arrows? Don't worry, Hamtoon. I'm not going to hurt anybody. Simply setting the stage for my story. Now, the arrow flies through the air. Yikes! And lands... In your mahogany paneling. Well, listen, gotta go. Let me know what you think. TTFN, ta ta for now. Sorry about that, RJ. Well, we won't need this anymore. I knew this guy was quackers, but I didn't think he was dangerous. Well, thanks, Ken. That'll be all for today. Uh, you bet. Uh, see ya in a few days. <laughs> yes? M.M., send him in, Shirley. Yes, sir. He's the big cheese. Uh, hiya, Hampton. Hi, R.J. Nice to see you, Mickey. Boy, you've really earned your ears. <laughs> Gosh, they look swell. Mama, gotta go. Lots of things to do, you know. Well, I'd say you're definitely part of the family now, R.J. Oh, my goodness. Look at the time. I've got a ton of things to do today. You're going to do just fine here. I'll see you later, RJ. Well, nice job, RJ. Thanks for coming in. I'll see you, or rather, listen for you next time. Please remove the headphones at this time and exit the sound station's booth. Surround yourself with the magic. Bye-bye.